Hey, it's Fiona and welcome to the Fuck It 50s. This podcast is for women in their 50s who are experiencing the stuff we call life. (laughs) It's a little bit like the buses when you wait for a bus, sometimes none come along and then you'll get three or four all at once, right? (laughs) And that's what tends to happen in our 50s. Just when we're going through menopause and maybe job losses, ill health, we can also be having relationship breakdown and divorce, maybe sandwich generation, caring for elderly parents, elderly parents dying, maybe, like me, you're an older mum and you've still got kids at home, where mine is just leaving the nest, empty nest syndrome, and on top of that, we've got a fucking pandemic. <laughs> so a little bit like the buses, these things tend to happen at once. I know I've been there for quite a few of those over the past few years. And now I want to be sharing with other women some of the tools and tips and techniques that I've learned that have made me go, oh, thank goodness for that. And giving you permission to maybe down tools for a little bit. I also want to bring on other women who I think are fucking amazing and so they can share their stuff with you too. You probably guess there'll be swearing, there'll be lots of imperfection, there'll be maybe lots of laughter, there could be tears, who knows, anything can come up. This is show up as you are, you are very welcome, I'm glad you're here and let's get started. Today's episode is about dating in your fuck it 50s and you may also be in your fuck it 40s and I don't know about you but having only very recently been properly single um, after moving out from long-term marriage uh, just over a year ago it's a very different scenario dating now well not least because there's a pandemic but I mean at the age and stage where I'm at as opposed to when I was last dating in my, gosh, early 30s, late 20s, early 30s, <laughs> a whole different ball game, different hang-ups, different insecurities, and um, yeah, different, different fish in the pond too. <laughs> so I am just talking about your sort of straight, kind of bog-standard, heterosexual, can't even say that, heterosexual relationship woman looking for a man and so it might be different if you're you know woman looking for a woman it might be different if you're you're looking for a variety of different partners if you are non-binary so I'm obviously just speaking it from my perspective here but what I notice is first off well because of the pandemic it's been a little bit difficult to get out and meet people Obviously, you can you can still hover around single men in the supermarket, but because it's only up until recently, we were only supposed to, in inverted commas, go to the supermarket one person at a time. It's quite difficult to ascertain whether somebody's single. It's quite difficult to start up a conversation over the banoffee pie or whatever, the sausage rolls, possibly. Not that I'm stereotyping. Um, And so it's a bit difficult to do that because, you know, you can't always tell if a man's married. Anyway, once upon a time, that used to be a good way. I think it was something like 
five or six o'clock on a Friday evening, go into your local supermarket, look at the bloke getting the ready meals <laughs> and the bottles of beer or whatever, and chances are you could start a conversation and just see where it goes. Anyway, not anymore. And so what are we left with if we're only going out in small groups and maybe some of us aren't going out very much anyway because circumstances may have changed, you may not want to be going out with lots of people. So we're limited a little bit more with our with our choices. We have to be a bit more creative or not. Or maybe we just do the dating app thing. And I do think everybody should try that at least once. Um, and I know that my my married friends or friends in long-term partnerships have had had a good deal of value from me and checking out dating apps you know traditionally it'll be a, a group of women around a table being outside in a pub and one will invariably say you know can i can i check out your dating profile and who's on it because they just think it's hilarious and it is and it isn't um and part of me does feel a bit bad saying this, it's only a little part I must say, um, about men using dating apps and I'm generalising here because I've only had experience for about a year right and um, I've only experienced some of the apps and I haven't been on Tinder, I feel like that. I'm not ready for Tinder yet, oh gosh, um, so I've been on some of them but there are there are quite a lot of guys out there. So I kind of written this um, metaphorical book, Dating Guide for Single Men Going on the Apps. <laughs> and I will tell you after this, a fantastic story from a friend, a friend of a friend. I don't know how many friends removed. Maybe it's an urban myth, I don't know. But I'm going to tell you which absolutely is bloody brilliant and actually gives hope I think for all of us fuck it 40s fuck it 50s and maybe fuck it 60s women who are thinking well should we just go out there is anything happening <laughs> um do we have to settle what's the deal so back to the dating apps and the guide right the guide dear men <laughs> when thinking of and I'm just this is coming off the top of my head by the way none of these are scripted this is just me riffing so, dear men, thinking of going on a dating app, wanting to meet a good woman, the love of your life, you know, a quick fling, whatever, here are some top tips for you. <laughs> They're mainly centred around the photos that you take. Number one, do not put up a photo of you with a fish of any size. <laughs> no fish, a fish-free zone, unless it's on a plate with chips. <laughs> Number two, have the camera directly in front of your face, not below your chin or above your head. <laughs> and make sure all of your face is in the photo. Number three, and I'm going to lose count, but number three, when taking a photo, particularly if in your profile you've said, happy go lucky chappy, which by the way, nobody fucking reads that. But if you do say, love to laugh, love to smile, happy chappy, take a fucking photo of you smiling. I'm serious. Don't be grimacing or non-committal. We want to see some personality. 
particularly if you've told us how fucking happy you are. <laughs> Next one, I think this is number four. Um, don't take a photo of you topless. And particularly don't take one of you lying on the bed, head on the pillows from above. No, no, no. Or take one of you on the beach in Ibiza with your mates or with other women, even if they are your daughters, your sisters. No, just fucking no. Because that says I'm lazy. I'm lazy or else this is important to me to be on a beach in Ibiza or wherever with my mates. It might be in the Caribbean. It might be like super whoop, wherever. Don't have a photo of you and particularly not topless and particularly not with other women. Fine if you've got a, a nice photo of you and you're on holiday, you're relaxed and smiling and someone's taken it and it shows you in your best light, but not under any, and not, not drinking, not smoking, no, just no, don't do it. Where else do I go? So that, 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 that. There's quite a few no's to be honest with you, can you hear this? <laughs> the, le the next one is, don't take a photo of you which is more than about a nanosecond out of date. Now I've got photos of me from about two years ago because I do get when you're in your 50s you don't really change right so when I say a nanosecond I really mean about three years. Do not do what one guy who I ended up on a phone conversation and then a, a video conversation this is how I know put up a photo which shows you it's all blurry and it shows you on a motorbike and you were actually 25 or 30 when you're now 55 or 60 so you could argue couldn't you that what was I doing looking at some bloke who obviously wasn't his age I couldn't really tell but it was the energy of the photo that I was going for with um with the motorbike, I'm just saying, naming it right there. I was like, oh, the guy's got a motorbike, bike. He, you know, looks quite handy on the motorbike. And then as it turned out, he looked like one of the Muppets. And, you know, if you look like, a, look like one of the Muppets, there's probably someone out there looking for somebody who looks just like you. So just own it, own it. This guy had a really, well, no, a chipmunk really, really chubby cheeks and a little... Not even a proper Mohican. Anyway, <laughs> it's getting a bit personal. So those are lots of no's, you know. And the next one, which is a yes, a do, please do. Put some information down about you. Don't be fucking lazy and just put the photos up, especially if they're shit photos, and then don't put anything. Or, you know, hey there, sexy lady. No, just oh my god do you not have a girlfriend or even a halfway decent bloke friend who can help you write two sentences about you you know and and just think oh my god just fucking think about it you're not shopping for a pizza this is you looking for someone you want to spend some time with and interestingly, so many men though, not in it for a one night stand and they reckon apparently all women do the pouty thing. Well, the thing is you don't get to see, unless you're looking for men and women, you don't get to see the profiles of the people of the same, maybe that's what I need to do. Maybe. 
that's what I need to do. Just pretend that I'm looking for both and just see what other... Oh, that's a good idea, isn't it? Maybe you've thought of that. So those are my do's and don'ts for um, guys wanting to um, go online dating. And maybe, and if you know any guys who are listening to this or who you like, oh, listen to this because you've got a single brother or a colleague and, and hear it. And they maybe say, what about the dating guide for women? Bring it on. Bring it on. I want to know about it. So I'm going to finish up this with the story slash urban myth, whatever it is. It's genius. Or at least I thought it was genius. So this this woman, let's call her Mazex, um, was newly single, and she lived in a complex with lots of other people. So I don't know what that's like. Whether yeah, oh, don't know. It sounds like like halls of residence where my son is at uni. But anyway, she lived where there was lots of other people. And somebody came to visit who was Antipodean, who was there just for a short period of time, archaeological, or whatever he was doing. He was just there for a short period of time. And the two started talking and um, invited her for coffee. <laughs> and during the coffee, he'd said, um, do you want to just be friends or be intimate? And he said about how sex was really important to him. And I think she was a bit shocked because having just come out of a relationship and, um, you know, if that was me, I'd have just blurted my coffee everywhere or tea because I don't drink coffee. Um, and anyway, she had said, oh, I've got far too many. She was like, I mean, I would be really flustered. I don't know if she was, but she said she had far too many middle-aged hang-ups to, to do that. And he just didn't seem really fussed. And I was like, God, that's brilliant, isn't it? How to be a man and just be like, yeah, whatever. And you know, it doesn't matter if you've got a belly or receding hairline or, you know, whatever. They're just like, oh, this guy was clear that he wanted to have, you know, a, a yeah, warning says yes, a warm woman in his bed. And this woman was said warm woman he'd chosen. I don't know if he was fussy or not, but anyway, so she went away and, and they chatted again and, um, and she gave herself a talking to apparently and it was like right i am this is an op golden opportunity i'm going to leave all my middle-aged hang-ups outside and she went for it <laughs> she went for it and by all accounts she had he was some uh, not tarot um tantric genius apparently and she had an amazing time for however long it was there it might have been a couple of weeks who knows and um and she's a new woman she's out there i don't know what she's doing but that's where it ends so yeah born again the dog agrees so there is my urban myth my story to share with you and hopefully it made me think gosh yeah what are the hang-ups I've got that I'm taking into potential new relationship or friendship whatever I'm looking for and can I leave them at the door so I invite you to do the same. I hope you enjoyed that. And if you know of a different version, let me know and uh, let's have a laugh together. Until next time, thanks for listening.